2: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. One, two, three, one. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. with Rami. Write that down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Down.
3: <laughs> Write this down. Do like that! Do like that!
0: <laughs>
3: Write it down. You like writing things down. Um, uh, um... Write it down. You like writing things down.
4: Yes. It's our favorite segment of the week. Although, in other news is actually it's gaming. coming down, coming down gaming, the backstretch. Yeah. It's pretty fun, too.
0: I love that you mixed in the Brad Childress um uh, in that um, uh, that intro. Uh, it's so great. Um, or, uh, um, this is probably Manny's yeah. favorite soundbite in the whole system. Oh, season. yeah. I love it. Every time I can use it, I love it. <laughs>
1: Tell Manny he's coming yeah, back. Did
2: you
4: hear the news? No. Old well, chili dog. We wonder, why, why is he leaving <laughs> the... <dog>. Uh, <laughs>
0: The Alliance. Why would you thing? leave
4: a head coaching job with the Alliance,
0: right? Yeah. Is he going to coach in the XFL or something? Better.
4: Better. Well, kind of. <laughs> Until last year. <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago Bears. He's going to be a senior offensive consultant or assistant or something. Oh, yeah. So Some... well,
0: him and Nagy were uh, pretty pretty close in Kansas City, right? They looked they very were. much alike, too. Yeah, very, so, very much alike. He's going back to the Bears now for the second
1: time
5: in the past year. Yes. Uh, uh uh, thai, uh, that's uh, that's Brett, though. By the way, is Chili Dog uh, yeah. a thing? <laughs> was Chili Dog ever a thing? Is that something people called Brad Childress around I here? I think yeah. it was, it was just Chili, right? I called yeah. okay. okay, that. Yeah. yeah, I was just Chili.
4: His okay. famous line one time was, uh, so Judd was the lead Vikings beat reporter for Star Tribune and StarTribune.com. Don't you forget it. And Judd, what was the question you asked when he responded, uh, I'm going to go home and uh, Have drink a-, a glass of vodka the size of your head.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in, I think it was in the course of the 2000, so he took over in 2006, and it was either 2008, I believe the Vikings, for, for the first time under him, moved into first place. They beat Detroit, but they moved in, into first place. right? And it was like, You know, let's say eight weeks in, so it was decent to be there. And I said, "Did did did you slow down and smell the roses? You know, you're in first place for the first time, and did you do Uh, anything uh, special?" uh, (laughs) uh, And that's what he gave me. That yeah, yeah,
4: I'm going to go go home home and and, uh, have a glass of vodka the size of your head.
1: It's available somewhere, (laughs) which has then led Patrick, of course, through since then to to be like it's the size of Judd's head. Yeah, I mean, I do have a big head. Uh, The melon's rather big. I'll admit to that. It's not outrageously not big, all. but it's sort of big. He wasn't wrong. I don't think it's that big. No. It's not small. All right.
4: If you guys want to keep no, de- debating it, you're you're welcome to. <laughs> oh, here, hold <laughs> on a second. All right. Is my head big twitch? Uh twitch? Yeah, you can you twitch can tell us in the Twitch box if has a big Gordon a big Gordon. head. So, if you're new to the segment, you can uh, you can see a couple different things if you watch this either live or on demand on our Twitch feed or if you find this on YouTube, you can see a bottom scroll of all of our recent wrong predictions. So we are, I think, as far as I know, we're one of, if not the... the we, we pioneered this for sure a few years ago. Sports talk radio shows make predictions on a regular basis. But then the, the predictions just float they out just into the away. ether. They just float out into space. We were freezing cold takes before freezing cold takes.
6: <laughs> we keep track of
4: each other's predictions and have batting averages for, for these Friday predictions. And so we're going to go through the right and the wrong, and then we'll each make three predictions here. We'll go around the room. Let's start with Judd here. You uh, you said Miguel Sano will be traded this offseason by the Twins. Mm. Nope. P- probably not going to happen at this point. Nope. He's on the disabled list until the season starts. Very fair. You also said, and I thought you'd be right on this one, unless there's a last-minute change by Major League Baseball here. You said Major League Baseball will create an illegal defense rule by the 2019 opener.
5: When did I say that? That's just wish for two
4: plenty. off seasons ago. I oh, believe. wow. Wow. No, Okay. That's wrong. Yep. I agree. So at some point, they might step in, but uh, you would 0 for 2 there. Uh, the listeners, we're going to jump around here. The listeners, Dan in Green Bay said Case Keenum will be acquired by the Giants before the 2019 season. Turns out it's the. Now, th- if that winds up happening, we'll go back and give him credit, but it turns out it's the Washington Redskins. He came very close, the right though. Right division. You got the right yeah. division. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Let's see here. Dale said the Cavs. I don't know why Dale predicted this, but the Cavs and Wolves will both make the playoffs and the Wolves will have the higher seed. Whoops. He's going to be wrong on both those, but especially the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, And let's see. Rami, you said nothing came off the board for Manny or Jonathan this week. So you guys are you guys are safe. And Jonathan, you're still over on the season, but you'll get there.
5: No, he won't.
6: Man, he's so bitter. There's a,
1: he's so bitter There's a rival ratings. ratings. There's bad blood here, and I love it.
6: All I'm trying to do is create ratings. I'm this is the Bears rating. and
1: Packers, Rami and Jonathan. This is the NBA. Yeah. Okay. This, this, this petty okay. drama, man. I love it.
6: It's
4: great. Rami, you said okay. Colton Control. from The Bachelor. Colton, yes. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Last week was Fantasy Sweet Week. Right. And you said for last week's episode of The Bachelor, Colton would keep the virgin streak alive. Love that bell. He did, and it was one hundred percent his choice because yeah, he, the first fantasy suite gal was like ready to rock and roll,
5: mm-hmm. and Colton pumped the brakes. He went leaping over a fence yeah. to not have sex.
3: Yes. <laughs> that
5: is correct. I'm going to withhold comment.
4: <laughs> and the the final accountability session here, Judd. We need you to tell us yep. where you had your meals last week. In, or this last week in Fort Myers?
1: Uh, first night I didn't go out. I went home and wrote. The next night I went to Potts with Patrick and Derek and watched all three games. Um, and then the last night there, which would have been Wednesday, went to Fancy's. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Phil had Sorry, a prediction. Buddy. I had you going to Stevie Tomatoes at least twice. Oh, you know what? What's funny about that is on... On Tuesday, we almost did, but then Pat had said go to Pots, and and as Why soon as you go to Pots over Stevie Tomatoes? Okay, I don't know so what decision? These was that Derek, okay. Derek wanted to? These er- are all the dive Derek- bars around the ham- uh, the Twin Spring training facility. Derek though. was willing to go to Stevie's. And I said, "Well, we we, we go to Pots." And Derek said, "I don't like going to Pots. It's not that great." Blah blah this blah. Kind of sleazy. And then I said, "Well, Roycey <laughs> said he he would meet us at Pots." And Derek snapped to attention and said, "Well, then let's go to Pots." Oh. <laughs> so Pat says, "Let's so, go to Pots." Yeah. So did. Judd says, "Let's go to Pots." Like I don't think so. All right. So I
4: was wrong on that one. Uh, the batting averages going into this week's predictions: Judd, actually, Rami is leading at five seventy-one yes, on the I season am. so mm. far.
5: Off to a hot start.
4: Judd is hanging in there at three thirty-three, slugging four eighty-one. Uh, Rami, you're slugging a thousand, by the way, so you're you're doing well. I am batting two eighty-six, slugging four twenty-nine, and Manny is batting one forty-three and slugging two eighty-six. Jonathan, the listeners and our guests are all over. On the write that down season so far, over. Let's start with Judd. We'll go Judd, Jonathan, Manny, Rami, Phil, and we'll go around the room three
1: times. All right, time for the make some Predictions. Yeah. Got, got to put the glasses on so I can see what I wrote down. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> write this down. Miguel Cino will not play third base in a game for the Minnesota Twins LLC until May fifteenth or after of this season. May fifteenth. So, yeah. So he's supposed, but he's supposed to be back on May one, right? Which, which I which I am skeptical skeptical about. But even if he gets back on May 1, I think he has to DH. I don't think he plays third base again at the earliest until May 15th.
3: Write it down. You like writing things down.
1: Jonathan? The Twins home opener will be snowed out. That's it.
4: That's a single at this point, right? (laughs) At this point it is.
1: I almost made a prediction like that, and then I'm like, I can't do that because I would be ridiculed so much by everyone else on the show. And you did it. Okay.
4: And yeah, no ridicule. Well, Jonathan, but I, I'm okay with Jonathan going for singles at this point because you got to get on the board. I've
6: got a lot of stuff that's far out. So
4: Yeah, you've got... that's In fact, that's... you've got a lot of stuff here. You've got Minnesota United making the playoffs. You have a 2025 Super Bowl location prediction
0: on the board.
6: When do they announce that? Uh, it's the next one to be announced. Oh, okay. oh is it okay? So, All right. Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: All right. Write it down. You like writing things
6: down. Over
0: to Manny Hill. Marwin Gonzalez will hit at least 20 home runs for the Twins this season. Ooh. Okay. Has down. he, okay, dumb question, has he done that before? Uh, the year the Astros won the World Series, I think he hit 23. Okay,
4: all right. So he's, and, and so playing time is going to be the, the key factor there. And hey, with he's
5: with, might be the starting Snow throw base. being out down, until right?
0: May, yeah, he's going to get some, he's going to get some at-bats. Write that down.
2: I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that,
5: Dan. I'm pretty sure uh, we've run into this before, but I don't remember how we resolved it. I also have written down, opening day will be delayed or postponed. So, you're welcome to double up on the predictions, okay. but in the spirit of really making
4: double the segment want mine? Yeah, no, He's okay. over on the season. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm in no, gonna, the spirit no, no, I'm just in general from today with
6: this feeling towards <laughs> me today
4: to make the segment fun, back, we yes. encourage you to add something or a twist to the prediction. I don't even know what twist I could add to that prediction though. It's going to
5: get snowed out. How about the first how about the first 2 days are snowed out? I just I don't even want to say that. How about Andrew How about series. this?
4: How about Andrew Wiggins will be a laker to start the
1: next season? <laughs>
5: How about he will throw out the first pitch <laughs> when I they do play their home opener? Rami
4: down. panicked at the golf show a few weeks ago. I predicted uh, I don't know. Uh, Andrew Wiggins will be a Laker next year. <laughs> uh,
5: but I still have the man. best batting average. Um, I will. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 the hammer comes down. I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to double down on what Jonathan said and say opening day will be delayed or postponed. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough.
0: Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Then.
5: All right,
4: I'm, my first one is one just because we we you guys made me write this down in my notebook earlier this week. I predicted on the show, I think on Monday or Tuesday, Jose Barrios will win a Cy Young Award by the end of 2021. I said in the next three years. Okay. So by the end of the 2021 season, he will have at least one Cy Young Award under his belt. Write it write down. Write this down. Write it
3: down. You like writing
1: things down? Over to Judd. I am going to come back with an optimistic prediction about what's going to occur on March 28th for the Twins and say the Twins will play their home opener as scheduled and it will be a celebration of the great sport of baseball. The field will be
5: in fine condition. This is one instance where I hope I'm wrong and Judd is right. I really do. Just because I will be wrong? No, just (laughs) because I don't like the thought that we're still going to be buried under snow on March 28th and not able to watch baseball. I need baseball and
1: I need this nonsense to stop. I am very opposed, though. To starting the baseball season in March. I don't like it. You know why? I know why they do it. I don't like it. You know why
5: you don't like it? Why? Because it's cold out.
1: Write this down. And write don't. it down. You like Thanks, writing things Uncle Robbie. And you don't have a roof on your <laughs> stairs. You ta- would you care to tell me any other bedtime write that down stories?
5: <laughs> Once upon a time, they built a the stadium in Milwaukee Here's and put a damn turn. retractable oh, roof oh, on Uncle it. Rami. And it's beautiful.
1: Uncle Robbie, stop. It's
4: an Uncle Robbie's pounding the table. Stop, oh Uncle Robbie.
1: R- R- <laughs> Uncle Robbie's pounding the
3: table. I think he's drinking again.
4: <laughs> All right, back to Jonathan. Not yet. <laughs>
3: Write this down.
4: <laughs> this is off the rails,
6: just a bit. Uh, Minnesota United will get th- <laughs> Minnesota United will get their second win of the season tomorrow, and it'll be their first ever victory over San Jose.
4: So, so Minnesota United will win tomorrow. Yes. Okay.
0: They've never beaten San Jose.
6: Never in four chances. Write that down.
2: I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. then.
0: Okay, Manny. The Timberwolves will pick in the top four of the NBA Whoa! draft. Oh, they're going to the top four. Home run. Wow. Manny Hills. Oh. Lightning. They're going to move into the top Swing four. It for so the
4: fences. Okay. So, you and a cheap plug here on on uh, Raised by Wolves, you guys have been all in on tankathon.com. Yes. And, and that's where the season has mm-hmm. taken a turn for. And so, what is, what's the best they can do in terms of tanking now? Like, they, what's the highest percentage? Like, how low can they go down the rung?
0: I think realistically, they could be in the ninth spot. Which would give them, I think, gives them like a twenty point three or twenty point five percent chance of picking in the top in the top four. Yeah, okay. I'm,
5: I'm on Tankathon.com yeah. right now. It's on my favorites tab, uh-huh. <laughs> and they would need to gain. I did that in quotation marks. They would need to gain two and a half games on Dallas or Washington to move into the seventh place tie in terms okay. of odds. Uh, they're only one game back of the, the nine spot, like Manny was talking about. If they get the nine spot, it's a 20.3% chance to land in the top four. Mm-hmm. If they end up in that seventh place tie, it's twenty nine. It's about a 29% chance to land in the top four. Okay, interesting. And, Write it down. And I think, so Robert Covington didn't practice, was it today?
4: And now there's talk about Robert Covington might not come back here. And if the Wolves are smart, hey, we love Rocco, but Rocco... Go book some tea times, It's an important yeah.
0: part
5: yeah. of the future. Yeah. Keep them healthy. Yep.
3: Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Back
5: to Rami. I have a question for you, Phil Mackey. Mm-hmm. So in the remainder of this Bachelor season, will there be more opportunities for Colton to yes. finish? To, okay. To end the streak? Yes. He will not end the streak before the end of this season of The Bachelor. Because I have a prediction that's the opposite,
4: so really? we're clashing Okay, here good. All right. Now, now there have been times where the season will will carry forward after the final episode, and they'll do like like a, a reunion
5: show. Yes. Okay. I'm saying before the actual final episode of the season, so the reunion, okay. reunion show not included. Okay. Bef- so before reunion show, when live. he hands up, before he will not close the, he will not end the streak before he hands out the final rose.
4: Nor will he live on the reunion show get down and dirty like during <laughs> a commercial. Birth. I hope not. Okay. Write
3: Actually, this down. Write it down. Good, you that like that writing
4: things down? <laughs> so Colton will not end the streak. I want to make sure I have will this. Will not end the streak before he hands out the final rose. All right. Write mm-hmm. this down. Teddy Bridgewater will start a playoff game for somebody next season. Teddy Bridgewater will start a really, playoff game. If you, if you yes. give me a team, that's a home run. What is it now? A triple?
1: Uh, I just, I, yeah. That's at least a triple yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's, it's a triple It's not a home run, it, but it's not a home run I don't you know, give, I
4: don't want to I, I just want it to be, I want to root for Teddy I don't want to be wrong like Monday <laughs> I <So> wanna, you're <laughs> saying he'll
1: start a <laughs> okay. playoff game? You're saying he'll, he'll start a playoff, a playoff
4: game, game? Okay. I want to build, so like if he signs on as a backup Somewhere, then I get to root the whole season For his incumbent, sorry, to get to hurt, get hurt yeah. And then he gets to start Jeez. a playoff game So I want this to build drama to the playoffs
1: Okay. So Teddy Bridgewater will start a playoff game I got hurt, I got hurt Write it down. You like writing things down. Impromptu one for my last one for this week. I was going to do go for hockey. I have now decided not to because you guys keep talking about Colton. So I'm going to tell you guys this. Write this down. Okay. I've never watched this show. I don't care. I went by it on Monday. I couldn't get by it quick enough. But there will be a story in the next 6 months that Colton indeed was not a virgin and it was made up by the producers I think that is very possible as a storyline I think that so is very possible us magazine or one of those rags which I read and absolutely love will come out with a story in the next 6 months so there's a timetable so they actually they dug a
4: little bit on this topic on one of the last episodes where they I think one of the producers kind of asked him about it on camera and he said Going into the fantasy suite. Like, are you uncomfortable? He's like, Well, I mean, I've been intimate. Like, I've and he pauses, he goes, I mean, I've like pretty much done everything except and yeah. then he kind of looked at the camera
5: with a seductive <laughs> a knowing glance. Yes. yes. I, but he's done middle school. <laughs> now hold, things, on. So. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because now we need clarification. <laughs> so let's say the season ends. He hands out the final rows. To all of our knowledge, Streak is still alive, right? Then the People Magazine article comes out three weeks later, with his high school girlfriend saying he's a liar, and we we yeah. had sex in high school or college or whatever the case might be. Yeah, then Judd gets a point, but do I still get the point? Oh, you see what I'm saying? I think he still does. No, because yeah. the streak the the
6: streak never started. Therefore, you therefore you. But as far as we know, up until that rose the streak is still alive. And I think that's what Can we go and take hits off the board? Rami's
4: predicting... No, Rami's predicting... Okay, who was that player for the Cubs that was like 0 for 40 last year? Uh, That, like, bench bat. Okay, let me just give an example. Byron Buxton comes up a couple years ago, and he started the season, or was it last year? Like, 0 for 40, okay? okay. (laughs) All right? Yeah. you're predicting Byron Buxton will not get a hit right. until blank. Right. And then we find out, oh, actually, that error was turned into a hit on week two. Uh, you're saying he will remain hitless. He will remain hitless until yes. blank date. Yes. So we find out that, oh, actually, he had a hit in the second game of the year.
5: That error was turned into a hit. So can my hit be taken off the board? That prom night thing, actually. let's. Say- <laughs> <laughs> this is a really in-depth let's write say- that down, Let's say the final like rose ceremony yeah. happens. And to all of our knowledge, and you'll get the hit at that point. I'll get the hit at that point, right? Yeah, the People Magazine article comes out with yeah. the ex-girlfriend, and we find out that he's a liar, and this streak was never really alive. Will we then go back and retroactively yeah. take the hit off the board? So I, this is always a, this
4: is a democracy here. Yes. I wrote that down. So I vote, hit comes off the board, hit comes off the board,
1: or hit stays for Rami. I think the hit stays yeah. because he made the prediction in good faith and will be it's not his fault that we're going to find out that the guy is or was a fraud. Okay. So it's it's his current streak that we're evaluating. Yes. yes. Okay. Because you're yeah, because sorry. you're going on under the the good faith that this is accurate. Right. Okay. And ah. I'm just saying within the next 6 months. You know what?
5: Just to clear up any confusion. <laughs> <laughs> let me go back and slightly amend my write that down Ooh, prediction about Colt. This is not usually because I because I think this will, I think this will clear up any confusion Man. and clear the air. He won't close the deal with any of the remaining bachelorettes. That's fair. Okay. okay. All
4: right. Okay.
5: That's okay. That's fair. Write Thank this you. down. All right. It's Appreciate back on you here. Actually. Back on me. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Rudolph will be released by the Vikings next week. Or is it back on you? I don't no, even know. No, it was supposed to be Jonathan. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 Back to Jonathan. Well, I I just what well, did, did it. you just predict? Kyle Rudolph will be released by the Vikings next well, one. That's wow. a boring one. Well, I had that. After what I just I'll did. With the other one. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jonathan, go ahead.
6: I had that one, but I'll just go to my backup. Case Keenum in the Washington football squad will come into U.S. Bank Stadium this season and leave victorious. Mm. Kirk Whoa. Cousins Ouch. will throw an interception in that game.
4: Wow, okay. So you're going to parlay here. Wow. Yeah, fair enough.
3: Write this down. Dare, Write dare it to down. Go you a, like writing things
0: down. Dare to go an extra step and say that that interception will be returned for a touchdown?
4: <laughs> no. It's already a home run as it is.
6: don't <laughs> 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 need to make it one of my signature Grand Slams that never happened.
0: Back to Manny Hill. Uh, Greenway High School, the boys' hockey team, they're playing in the Class A state championship game tomorrow and they will win the Class A state uh, championship Would that be an upset? Yeah, well, it was an upset today. They beat Matamidi in overtime today. Okay. They came back, right? Was, yeah.
1: Down by a goal, came back and tied it and won an OT. Oh, That's write awesome. that down.
0: Greenway okay. will win the state title tomorrow in Class a. Write that
1: down. Write it down. You like writing things down. And I
4: believe this is the final prediction of the week here. Right? We've already done all three. I'm just filling in here. Um, Antonio Brown will catch 15 or more touchdown passes next year. Regardless of team, from Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh
3: boy. Oh,
4: boy. Wow.
3: Dramatic Didn't, pause write it got down. Me. You like writing things down.
5: From Aaron Rodgers. Well played. Didn't see that coming, did you, Rami? I did not see that. On now. the Jaguars. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Thanks, Jonathan. Hey,
4: on-air production meeting, how long is that Roycey clip that uh, you grabbed?
6: I think it's like two minutes. Okay. Let's it.
4: let's do that toward the end of this segment. Let's let's play that. It will, okay. We'll wrap with Roycey. But I like have it for later on this yeah. segment. An epic Roycey rant from Roycey Unchained. Worth worth getting into, Judd. Oh
5: yeah. Okay. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. swear if he calls for it and you it, play Bartman instead, I'm coming over there.
4: <laughs> coming
5: I over wasn't
6: there. even thinking about <laughs> Rami it. But now very, I might play Freeze.
5: Very upset. <laughs>
4: now that has to happen. Uh so this uh the, the, couple things Andrew Wiggins related Danny Cunningham has an awesome piece just going through Andrew Wiggins as a player and what the Wolves can do going forward. It's on scorenorth.com, North.com if you want that full thing. But I just want to read you guys a little excerpt here. The Wolves play a couple times this weekend, and Andrew Wiggins has been largely leading them in minutes, so Deadspin has this piece. It's entitled, Andrew Wiggins Update. Uh, hmm, well, the thing is, dot, dot, dot. That's the name of the article. Let's put all of this badness in a historical context so that you can see that this blog serves some purpose beyond just being mean to random crappy NBA players. (laughs) Here's some more numbers. The Timberwolves have 17 games remaining on their schedule. Assuming Andrew Wiggins stays healthy and appears in all 17, a likely but not sure thing, he has missed six games so far. He's on pace to finish with around 1,244 total shot attempts and 358 three-point attempts on the season. In the NBA's three-point era, so going all the way back to 1979, there have been 188 instances of individual players recording at least 1,200 total shot attempts and 350 three-point tries over the course of a single season. Wiggins' 483 true shooting percentage, if it holds up, will rank worse than 184 of those. So bottom four, all-time three-point era shooter based on how many shot attempts he has taken. Uh, the other numbers are even worse. His player efficiency rating, if it holds up, will be nearly a full point worse than the next worse over that stretch. So he'll be the least efficient player ever, basically, in a single season of guys who play a lot of minutes. Uh, He has been worth, they have value over replacement player is a stat that is tracked in the NBA. Mm -hmm. He's been worth minus 0.6 so far this year. So like literally if you just replace him with a G League guy, that stat says the Wolves would be a half win better on average over the course of the season. And his win share rate is less than half of that of the next worst player out of that group of 188 players going back to 1979. It's one of the historically, like, don't be fooled by, oh, he averages 17 points. It's one of the the, the worst historical seasons of anyone who's shot the ball 1,200 times. And even
5: even worse than that, if you go and dig into Danny Cunningham's article at scorenorth.com about Andrew Wiggins, so many of his shots are mid-range jumpers in an era where the mid-range jumper is dying because it's not it's not an efficient way to score points. All the, You want... 90% of your points in the NBA scored in the paint or behind the three point line. This dude is not only amazingly inefficient just in true shooting percentage, but in, in where he's taking those shots from. If you're going to miss, miss from the three point line, dude. You know what I mean? It's, and it's simple math. It's three points versus two points. It's simple math. And at this point, and credit to Danny, he tried to, in his article, figure out a way that they can, turn this thing around and get the most out of Andrew Wiggins if you're stuck with this albatross of a contract. But at this point, and I haven't been here and dealing with it as long as you guys, all I can do when I read stuff like this and think about Andrew Wiggins and the contract that's attached to him is throw my hands up and shake my head. Yeah. It's 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 insanely frustrating. So let's take this short term.
1: The season's basically done, right? Yes. They're, yeah. they're done. is not coming back. It's just done. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to figure out how this can be turned around long-term, what can you do in the remaining games to feature him as much as possible just to give yourself a fighting chance, and this is going yeah. to be difficult. I'm not saying it's possible, but to give yourself a fighting chance of finding one moronic team that thinks, oh, there was something there at the end there, and we can we can work with that.
4: To, to Ryan Saunders' credit, I think there's been, like, there's, he's, clearly been molding and trying to work with wiggins but wiggins is just aloof and floats around and has played the same style there's been little things here and there you'll see rebound spurts and and so two games ago he had another classic just terrible wiggins game and then he comes out and he starts like seven for nine in the last game and he's not shooting as much sometimes so there's been some little positive things i don't honestly i don't There's what, what is it, 16, 17 games left, whatever the article said? Yeah. If he goes bonkers for 17 games, I don't even know if that's enough to get someone to take him without attaching an asset to him. I'm just prepared if I'm the Wolves at this point to have to, I know that I have to put a first round pick with him and. And even then, beg a team but to that's take what I, his contract.
1: That's my point. Like is, I'm bracing for that. That's that's the point, though, is how do you get him to play at a level where I can attach that pick and get him off my yeah. roster? Because, because every team is going to say, that contract. And you're going to say, well, I'll give you a draft pick. But the contract. So I need to get teams to see a side of him where I can find one that will say, all right. You can't trick anyone now. Give me a pick. I don't think you can. That's the only thing that I I can see. Besides that, there's no compelling case to even play him.
5: Outside at. of tricking him, you're going to have to capitalize on somebody's ego. Of looking at him yes. and going, "Yeah, it's broken and it's not good, but, but I can I, fix it." I can fix it. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. fix it. Right Nobody's right. going to look at him and go, "That's that's a gold mine right yeah. there. That is a that that's the needle in the haystack that I've been looking for." That's the for. team I'm trying to find. You know him. what I mean? You need to find the guy whose ego is so large yeah. that they look at Andrew Wiggins and go, "It's broken, but I know how to fix it." Yeah, you Unfortunately,
4: you can't fix a broken motor in professional sports, right? You can't like like Judd and I have talked about this throughout the years. And that I think there's two types of people. There's people who need something to motivate them. They need an event or they need some circumstance to motivate them. And then there's the other group of people that just needs their alarm to go off to motivate them. Kobe Bryant, Woke up motivated, right? Michael Jordan woke up motivated. LeBron James wakes up motivated. Andrew Wiggins needs the Calves to come to town. But Wiggins',
1: or- Wiggins level of not caring is off the charts. Ordinarily, I've seen a lot of guys who need a push or or an or a, you you almost traded or mm. something like that, and then they're like, "Oh, okay," and it pops for let's say three weeks. Wiggins literally will give you one good game, the OKC game. That's him. That's him. We fired your coach. Ryan's the new coach. I'm sure that there was a conversation there, right? This guy goes out and has this monster game. And yet every one of us in this room, I think, said it's not real. And we're not talking about two good weeks and then it fell off again. We're talking about one great game and then it fell off. Yeah.
4: So if you want to read Danny's piece, it's it's at scorenorth.com, S-K-O-R-North.com, where you can also uh, read from Matthew Collar, all kinds of Vikings speculation and news and analysis as we go into free agency. Judd is writing about all teams, Derek Wetmore's Twins coverage, all of our podcasts and shows, all of it, scorenorth.com. It's the former 1500ASPN.com, which also
1: redirects you. So, all right. Just quickly, a uh, pro football talk just picked this up report Steelers are close again to trading Antonio Brown, but we don't know
5: the team this time. Okay.
1: So it was a little, they threw a flare out so last night. So we had night. a flare out there last <laughs> night, and now there, there's a report, I think it's out of Pittsburgh, well, that he's close to being traded. For awesome.
5: a couple of weeks now, we've been hearing that they set today as as the day. Correct. The, 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 not a deadline, but as the target date for Correct. when the Antonio Brown trade would happen. Yeah. So Pat went on an epic rant on Roycey Unchained
4: the other day on Mondays. You can find it on demand. Just search Roycey Unchained anywhere you find podcasts. Or you can listen to it live on Score North on fifteen hundred at six o'clock on Mondays, Jonathan Harrison. But uh, let's fire up a little Royston. How Brandon. would
5: Harry Carey have called the eighth inning of Game Six of the NLCS you know with the Marlins with the fan interference? Right. To deal with this abuse. The
2: pitch, foul ball <laughs> down the left field yeah. line. This is Moses Malone. You know what this Leave. is.
5: Workplace <laughs> harassment.
0: <laughs> I got Which, that's what
5: it is. Oh, my God! <laughs> All right, we're, ah. just, we're just messing with Rami. Workplace <laughs> harassment.
4: That was Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey doing the Bartman thing. But actually, this is the Royce rant. From-
1: now, the Twins deal that this year is they're home because of the Final Four, right? And then they get out?
2: Yes, that drives me nuts. As I told Sooch the other day, the Final Four is coming, so we can't do anything for two weeks. Beforehand, yes. Well, go for Why it. don't they? They, the teams arrive on Thursday. Yeah. You can play baseball till Wednesday. Who cares? What a bunch of well, we need the hotel rooms. The people aren't coming on. You, you, nobody's checking into the hotels till Thursday. It's a stupid. We're such a bunch of insincere. Weenie heads. Oh, we got the final four coming. Yeah, they come in on Thursday, they play a couple of games, and they leave. You know, we don't have to shut down the bleeping city for two weeks because the final four is coming. Yeah. So, in case somebody gets here early, they can't get into a restaurant. We got a lot of restaurants. We can get you into a restaurant. <laughs> drives me nuts I'd, I'd still like i would if i had the twins i would have said Bleep you! Well, that's... we're playing final four weekend baseball no no what they should have done is
1: baseball should have said that's fine then you're not home until april and pick a ridiculous april date
2: late that's what baseball should do no, baseball should tell the final four in the city of Minneapolis to go bleep itself. I <laughs> would not play with <laughs> What a bunch of idiots. Who does the, the city fathers? They have no There is no All they can do is ask. It, yeah. And they don't have to ask. It's it's so stupid. Uh that that we we we're not supposed to Hey don't drive downtown because we got a couple of basketball teams in town. God Almighty! What a bunch of idiots! You ever go to New Orleans <laughs> for a final? Four? You're on a roll. I'm not going to. Ever stop. go to Keep New going. Orleans for a Final Four? You know, that' a hotel. They got conventions going on, and it's a hell of a lot smaller than we are. God, it's ridiculous. So do most big towns. Yes, we. But we, we're a great big metroplex on the prairie and we act like we're duluth superior <laughs> <laughs> i suppose the you know the women's lpga is uh coming to our uh, hazel team we better kind of clean out the city there for Should we get the twins days. out of town for that <laughs> yeah, one too just right. in case someone wants to stay want at the conflict. hilton yeah yeah
1: just in case some golfer wants to stay at the hilton we can mm-hmm. get them all out of town yes
5: We'll bring uh, we'll bring Pat on live. Next I didn't. Year. I hadn't heard anything about this until yesterday when you teased the audio. So for two weeks leading up to the final four, yeah, the Twins. The Twins have to go on the road. When and when you said this yesterday, I didn't look at the schedule. I thought you were saying that while the final four is in town, they'd have to be on the well, road. No, it's no the, Well, the
4: Twins are playing. They're playing at home a week before. Okay, but they have to. Yeah, what was his, I don't even understand. Not, it was a great rant, but now that I'm doing the math in my head, the
1: Twins are playing at home on March 27th. 28th. 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 And then they're off for a day because if there's a rain the out weather, or snow out, and then they play the next two at home, and then they leave town, I think. Okay. And they're not home till well after the Final Four then. Okay. Which is actually fine. Oh, after, they, the,
4: oh, after the Final Four is what you're saying is the two-week thing.
1: Yeah, so they're going to be, so they're going to play at home before the Final Four. Final four gets played, they're gone, and then they're gone until... When does the final four get played? The seventh? Yeah, I know. Oh, out or, of town. Well,
4: it's like the, whatever, the sixth and but the he's eighth right. or something. Why can't you butt up against Why can't
5: you, why can't you have it? two events going on in the same town at the same time? I told may, you why. Or maybe the Twins just play a day game.
4: Because we're insecure weenies. Didn't yeah. you hear the
5: rant? <laughs> we're
4: Duluth. <laughs> Let's come back with Pat. Actually, the Wild had uh, the biggest win of the year last night, too. We haven't even talked about that. We can get into that with Pat. But let's talk about Federated Insurance real quick here. Federated Mutual Insurance Company, reminding everyone to drive safe. Here's some more facts about uh, various things that you should be aware of on the road. Speeding, for instance. So according to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, speeding was a contributing factor in accidents that killed more than 10,000 people on U.S. highways a couple of years ago. That's 27% of traffic fatalities and a 4% increase from the previous year. So even the best drivers, we all think we're great drivers, right? we'll just, uh, we'll notch that speedometer up a few miles per hour. Well, we can't be above the laws of physics. The faster you go, the greater the potential for loss of control over your vehicle, especially in snowy conditions like we get here in the Twin Cities. And even on the perfect road conditions, going too fast is a danger. So uh, make sure that we're uh, we're being mindful of how fast we're going on the roads. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Mackie and Job with Rami. Alright, thanks, Jonathan. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Uh we definitely want to talk wild and lightning from last night. But Pat, we uh we saw the news of legendary longtime author and sports writer uh, Dan Jenkins passing away at the age of ninety. And
2: ninety, uh, uh, I saw eighty nine. They gave him another year. Huh? Well,
4: March well his birthday is, is yeah. Well, his birthday yeah. was December second, nineteen twenty
3: eight.
2: Okay, well, uh, I'll tell you one thing. He had the, he had the strong constitution, cause that man could drink some whiskey and smoke some cigarettes when I saw him around, <laughs> but, uh, man, could he write a sentence too? He was something. And, uh, he loved the golf, and they kind of, uh, was uh the guy that uh made me appreciate that golf was probably the greatest sport there is to write because it's so descriptive the dramas and the, and the scene and the whole thing. I I uh I loved his uh golf writing. Of course Riley followed him, but uh Jenkins uh Jenkins was their legend. And of course his daughter Sally is a hellacious columnist for the Washington Post, uh really, really good. But uh, the thing about this guy is he comes out of Texas, you know. 19 late 1940s, the Fort Worth uh, Telegram. I think it was just the Telegram there. But uh, Blackie Sherrod, legendary Dallas sports columnist, was the sports editor. Uh, Jenkins was on the staff. The uh, uh, Bud Schrake, who was you know became a famous Sports Illustrated guy, was on the staff. And uh, the bowling writer was a guy named Puss Irwin. And I know that. Because Gary Cartwright, who was a young guy on that staff, years later for Atlantic, I think it was for Atlantic, wrote a uh, a long, long essay. In fact, it might have been more than one part called "Confessions of a Washed Up Sports Writer." And uh, you got to read this thing because it's about working at that paper uh as a kid with all these legends. And one thing they did was uh you know they'd be in there on a friday night and all these high school football games would be called in from all over in uh west texas and all over and they invented this little town in west texas and they invented the touchdown twins ricky ron and dicky don you bet and uh they'd have him in the high they'd have him in the highlights every week they scored like eight touchdowns uh playing six-man football ricky ron and dicky don you bet and uh Finally, they got so big, they had to kill them in a car train crash. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, before the state tournament started, everybody wanted to know where Ricky Rod and Dickie Don were, so they uh, killed them off in a, in a, in a car train crash. I was right <laughs> Pat. So, uh, they had a little fun on the sports desk back then. It might have been a little whiskey in there, too. I
4: yeah. Think. What do you, this is, I mean, this is, Answer this however you want, but what do you think makes great sports writing?
2: Uh, Well, I think it's changed. You know, back then it was, uh, you know, Dan Jenkins' day, it was uh, wordsmithery uh, descriptions, uh, a few good, well-placed quotes, uh, not a horrible lot of analysis of of, uh, what what was going on. And, uh, you know, now I think people want you to tell them why something happened. Uh, I think uh, more uh, in Dan Jenkins' era, and in my era, really, it was more telling you what happened, not necessarily why it happened. And, uh, you know, the better the sentence structure, the better the the writing, the less chance you have of getting read these days, is my theory. because yeah. uh, You know, a lot of people are not, uh, you know, how many, you go on a uh, plane now, uh, how many people do you see reading a novel? you know they're watching uh they're watching uh tv they're watching the tablet they're doing this and that and uh it's uh yeah i just, that that was uh uh i just uh read a column i wrote from 1993 being at the super bowl in vegas in 93 and uh because i was looking something up and uh i had chris miller send me a copy of it because i was trying to get the name of the dumpy sports book that i was in and uh Damn I was good at forty seven. <laughs> 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 it's been a long fall off. We're still hanging on by our fingernails, but uh but it was very you know, descriptive and that not, not, not analyzing stuff. I you know, it's changed. I I'll, I'll admit that it's changed. I mean Collar's great because he you know, he tells you why the Vikings are gonna miss Anthony Barr, right? He tells you why. I just say, Yeah, they're gonna miss Anthony Barr, you know. So anyway, it's, it's a different, it's a different animal now. There's no doubt about it. Hey, what,
1: what was a tweet, uh tweet I saw last night that you had about Sid being stuck in an elevator? Yes.
2: What the hell uh, happened? On uh, 90 minutes, he's going up to the star tribune elevator. Uh, and, uh, he gets, they get stuck. I don't know how many people were in there. His, uh, one of his gals, you know, was with him, Uh, uh, the, the blonde <laughs> Larissa, I think it is. And, uh, and, uh, they were in there. I don't know who else was in there, but it was 90 minutes. And the dummies, instead of calling, they called building services instead of calling the fire department to get him out of there. I mean, he'll be 99 on March 15th. He came out of it fine, like he always does. And apparently was uh, was uh just mildly... Uh, mildly uh upset, uh which which is shows you that he's he's losing it a little. Can Because you, you can you imagine him Jed, twenty years ago if he got stuck in an elevator for ninety minutes? That would be hell to play. Man, the be. whole city the whole city of Minneapolis would be unnoticed. But uh yeah, yeah, he's he's okay. But uh you know, I said it's I I would have loved to been in there, man. It would have been great. You could there. You could have gotten a column out of that. Being in an elevator was Sid for ninety minutes. I'll tell you that. That would have been fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's okay. He's fine. Hell, we've seen him get hit by cars, knocked down the street, and get up and go to the Timberwolves. So, <laughs> he bounced okay. off the car. <laughs> yeah. Bounced off the car. Got knocked down the street. Said, "So." Got up and won the game.
4: The car was totaled, but it was fine. <laughs> unbelievable!
2: What well, are we gonna win a cup here, Judd? What the hell's going on? They they dominated my lightning. I just got done right five hundred inches about the the great lightning, and they didn't have a chance against their boys. I told you, Paul Fenton's a genius.
1: Got rid of yeah. three. Got rid of three guys, and Zook thought he was gonna be traded, and now he's got something like six goals in six games. He got all three of them last night, huh?
2: Puppet Master Paul, uh, yes. Hey, uh, has Charlie done anything? Has Charlie got no. a point for Boston yet?
1: The last time I checked, he had no points for Boston in four games, I believe. And this,
2: kid, how many, this kid's got, got to have 10, 12 points,
1: doesn't he? Uh, he's up around 9 or 10. Yeah, he's been fantastic. <laughs> he's been great so far.
2: Well, you know, I guess we don't have to worry about uh, whether... Hell, you don't even... Uh, you don't even you can't even say what's the use of going to the playoffs anymore. No, they might be in the Western Conference yeah. finals. I'm hesitant to buy
1: in, Pat, believe it or not. I'm hesitant to buy in. Nothing nothing deflates Judd more
4: than uh, a team that should be losing in his mind having <laughs> unexpected success. <laughs>
2: well, these guys I mean <laughs> That depresses them more than a team that should be winning
1: that's losing. No, I've just listened. No, no, I've just been fooled before. I've been fooled before, and I'm not. I'm. It's going to take me some time to you get. Won't be fooled again. I won't be like fooled the, again. Uh,
2: exactly uh, right. Yeah. Hey, that would be a good tune. I think that'd make it. You think song. that would work out well? <laughs> that would work out. I, I might. I might have a shot there.
1: That's uh, that's for sure. Char- uh, Charlie Coyle, no points in six games, and he's a minus two. He's a bust.
2: Um, well, he's slow. Yeah, yes. He's slow. Yep. It's a new NHL. It's fast, and he's slow. And uh, Fenton, uh, you know, and uh, the other thing Fenton did, which is following the formula of Nashville, he's got a good uh, AHL team, and they always had the good minor league team. He yes. believed in having a good minor league team, and these guys have had a god awful minor league team down in Iowa. So, you know, that's that's another change with this organization.
5: Pat, is there any more you need to get off your chest about the twins being out of town leading up to the <laughs> NC, leading up to the Final Four being? Out of town? No, no, I'm fine.
2: <laughs> okay, I, I got that. I got, I got that off my. Uh, I got, I guess I got that off my chest. So, uh, but uh, you know, now are, are they still saying uh, a foot of snow, or are they lessening that up? A
5: bit? Actually, Jonathan gave us an update. Uh, didn't you say they're they've uh, reduced
2: it to like six to eight? Yeah, they, it's, it's
5: only six to eight now. Only, only. six, oh, to eight. Okay.
2: Yeah.
6: So you be might fine. only
2: have chest pains. You won't have an actual heart attack. With your shovel. Only, you only feel you'll just have a little angina. It won't be an actual heart attack. That'll be
4: good. Oh man! All right, Pat. We'll uh, we'll talk to you Monday.
2: All right. See you. Come All right, back. See you.
4: Don't forget. Unchanged. I went a minute early there. We had another minute with him. I guess. Unchained. We, I-
1: Six o'clock Monday. I just I deprived us him all back? of well, him. No, an extra want, minute of Pat. If you want full Pat, though, 6 o'clock, Monday, unchained.
4: It is truly, truly path. unchained when he's ranting about things. When he's got,
6: it's great. I've got he, like 30 seconds of audio if you guys want to listen.
1: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's great, though, because he comes with a weekend's worth of topics of which he's just... I just have to clear out. As long as I clear out, it's fine. Because like, if I talk, it's not necessary. It's just great. It's yeah, you're like you're like a
4: like the dude next to Bob Uecker in Major League,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that too. But that's Naughty. exactly that's exactly right. I might say what do you think of this, but besides that, if I shut up it's better.
4: Uh yeah, Roycey Unchained, it's it's now that all of our shows are on on Apple, they're on Spotify, they're on the brand new Score North mobile app and so if you want Roycey Unchained anywhere you find podcasts we prefer you use our mobile app because we actually reward listeners when they when they listen to our live stream. So we can we can interact with you. On you can win
5: app. a TCL
4: TV, can't you? By there, listening? We've done that before. Okay, I don't know if that's one of the current ones, or not. we've definitely done that before. though. All right. Yeah, Rami brought up a great. Great idea. Speaking of the TCL TV, Rami and I are going to start streaming Tecmo Super Bowl matchups against yeah, each other. Buddy. Oh, you talked
1: about that year two years ago. Yeah. yeah well, sure. Harrigan
4: and I used to play each other before yeah, the show. That was great. And we're going to bring that thing back. All right. Let's do it. Mackie and Jeff with Rami on demand. Anywhere you find podcasts. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Uh, Rami's going to be mostly Turf club just
5: like, like seven o'clock yes, tonight. Okay. Comedy. Come check it out.
1: Boom. Paul oh, yeah, Um I'll talk to you later. Bye. The South Dakota Stories, Volume Three.